In this episode, I bring on health and nutrition expert Michelle Zellner from Better Being Podcast, and we go into detail of both of our current routines of what we do on a typical day for our eating schedule, our workout schedule, and also our movement schedule, because working out and movement are two separate things if you've been listening to my podcast for a while. If you're interested to see how this can help you and maybe add a little bit of variety to your current program, stay tuned. How's it going? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help you being over 40 to fight the aging process without giving up your social life. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 14 years, and I specialize in helping the over 40 crowd get to their goals. But enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. This is part two of two of an interview I did with Michelle Zellner from Better Beings Podcast. If you'd like to catch up, just go back one episode. Well, Michelle, I thought it'd be fun to go into what your routine is, and I could briefly tell you mine too, but when are you having your first breakfast, supplements you're taking, when do you train, like what's your go-to schedule? Not on cheat days, like on regular days. I don't have cheat days. I don't even call, like again, I don't label anything like that. A day is a day. I make all my choices pretty mindfully. And so if I am choosing to not work out or choosing to have a burger and fries and a big old piece of chocolate cake. That's not a cheat day. That's just okay. the day that I'm choosing really great stuff. Sure. But most of my days, I'm usually up sometimes between five and six. I years ago stopped training early clients. I don't have anything early unless I'm teaching a class, maybe a virtual class, like 730 is about the mm-hmm. earliest I'll do. But most days I have up between five and six. I usually get 20 to 40 ounces of water in my body immediately after I brush my teeth. I then will work out and it's usually, depending on what it is, some combo of a little bit of cardio and some decent strength training. If it's a day where I don't have a lot of time to do that, then maybe I'll just do some stretching and some yoga in my house. My first feeding is generally at 9 a.m. Sometimes there's a little wiggle in there if it's maybe 8.30 or maybe it's 10 because I got early classes back to back. But the first feeding is pretty substantial. This is another thing for me that shifted. Food is not breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. I know how much I need and I get it in. So I was just doing this challenge with a group and the app gives you like six squares to put your breakfast, your snack, your lunch, your snack, your dinner, your snack. Now that doesn't work for me. Yeah. You're like, I want breakfast for dinner, so I don't want to give it labels. (laughs) Right. But also because I literally eat fairly nonstop in my eight-hour feeding window because that's what I need to do because I need a lot to eat, right? Well, and to get your protein. It's impossible to get all that protein in a short time window. Right. So that first feeding is usually one of my warm grain bowls, which a quarter cup of oats, a tablespoon of chia seed, a tablespoon of ground flaxseed, half of a chopped up banana or maybe half a cup of berries, some unsweetened almond milk. I usually put a scoop of my vanilla protein powder in it and maybe almost a half a cup of walnut. And it's delicious. My family calls it, (laughs) but it's delicious. And they think so too. And then I also have a protein shake with that or not that long after I have a protein shake with that. And then I teach and coach. So depending on my schedule, I might eat again in 30 minutes. I might eat again in an hour. I might eat again in two hours. It just depends because I don't have anything of the like. But there's always a gigantic salad whether it's warm or cold. So I call it my hot salad. That's when I scramble things in the frying pan with mushrooms, onions, tomatoes, all different colored peppers, spinach, broccoli, couple of eggs, scramble it all up, put some fresh grated Parmesan cheese on it. So, or it's a cold salad, which it's basically all of that, but in a bucket. 
And yeah. uh, we have some really great ranch dressing with it instead or some chicken on it or whatever. What else is a staple? Like hummus and veggies, tuna with bell pepper scoops. Usually there's another protein shake or a smoothie in the mix where I actually get the blender out and put good stuff in it and make it delicious that way. There might be some Greek yogurt with berries and nuts. There might be an apple with some goat cheese, maybe some beef sticks if I'm really running out the door and I just need to get protein in my mouth. It just depends. But yeah, yeah, those staples are pretty solid in my house. Yeah. I think the one thing I started doing that I really enjoyed going to Sprouts or whatever grocery store you go into, I just like Sprouts because they have a huge produce section of crazy different stuff than the old things, which is closer to me. But going and getting all those things and then I will chop up as soon as I get home and make a very mixed variety of all dippable vegetables. So you can just use your hands and dip it in whatever salad dressing you got, but I'll put it right there on the table. And at a certain time, the the goal is for the whole family to just finish that off every day. Since we started doing that, everyone is getting like three to six servings of vegetables per day, just because someone's doing the work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's usually the hardest part. Be like, oh, this takes so much time. Well, right. I mean, Unless you have the healthy food fairy who's going to drop it in your lap, how do you think it's going to happen otherwise? I actually posted a picture of my standard Costco haul in uh, my Facebook group and people were like, wait, how many people live in your house? I'm like, just me. But when you are eating healthy, you eat it. And it's the mini peppers, the mini cucumbers, the box of mixed greens or spinach, the six pack of romaine. It's like, it's all this produce because yeah, I do eat probably eight or nine servings of vegetables a day. I love this whole plant-based movement. I am plant-based. I eat mostly plants, but I eat animals too. But the base of what I eat is some version of a plant, whether it's- You're already 80% there. Right, (laughs) right. So yeah, it, it, it's one of those things that when you realize that what you put in your body matters and you're going to choose to invest your time, energy, and money in quality, you make it work. And when people tell me healthy food is too expensive and they tell me that they eat out three times a week, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. sorry, nope. Yeah, when you actually do the math and you're going through your grocery haul of what you eat and like per meal, and it's like, maybe it has gone up. It used to be a dollar fifty, and now it's maybe three bucks. But comparably to what you go out to eat, even a salad at like our little restaurant down the street, it's like 18 bucks now. Right. With right. a little bit, with a tiny bit of meat on it. It's like, right. oh my God, you just stop eating out and yeah. giving yourself more treats and better proteins and that kind of stuff. You yeah. just got to do the math. It's just, it's insane. It is. I just met a girlfriend for breakfast and we went to this really cute little bagel shop. And I can't even tell you the last time I had a bagel, but I was like, oh, this is delicious. Let me get one. A bagel with peanut butter and a coffee, $9.89. Yeah, that's insane. Exactly. So I go out to eat very rarely because I would rather just buy high quality food for myself. And I would not like to choose to pay $18 to eat a salad that I can make a way better one at home. So when I go out to eat, oh, it is, it is worth getting game on exactly. (laughs) I will not cook at home that I want to just feast on and love every bite of it and feel amazing about that choice. Yeah. Ours, our schedule is Monday through Friday. It's all at home cooking, rarely ever go out. And on weekends, we pick one place, either breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I know you hate those terms. Whatever time we go to, to eat, we pick one spot to go to on Saturday, one spot to go on Sunday. And the rest is all at home, but we may go and get like a fancier type protein or do a little bit more effort on cooking one of the meals at home on the weekends just to make it a little bit more special. 
And then back to the Monday through Friday grind of just eating at home, everyone's on their diets. Yeah. And I think a lot of people really think that healthy food is boring. I tell you what, I look forward to my apple and goat cheese. I look forward to my hummus and, and crackers or veggies and hummus or my gruel is delicious and my smoothies are amazing. Like when you learn how to eat food you like. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's not that hard. I think the other thing that's really no, I'm not say unique, but something I, I have been doing forever is I almost never sit down. So I rarely sit during my day. The only time I sit is if I have to drive somewhere. And maybe if I am being mindful and actually sitting down to eat my meal, which sometimes happens. Other than that, like I do everything standing. I teach, I coach, I do podcast interviews. I do not sit. So that would be something I would say that is something that's a staple in my life is sitting as little as I possibly can. Yeah. Um, sitting is for sleeping. Right? <laughs> yeah. Generally, depending again on what I'm doing work-wise, sometimes my actual work day is done at one, but as an entrepreneur, work is never done. But if I have chunks of time, I'll try to get out for a walk if it's nice, or I live in a high rise, we have a nice little fitness center, I'll try to go down in the gym. And that's when I put on my deep, dark, dirty secret shows that I'm embarrassed to confess that I watch. Yeah. Only watch them when I'm food prepping or on uh, the treadmill. And maybe do some stretching and foam rolling in the gym. Just try to do something that's a little more active, but not super intense. Just to, again, move my body some more. I think I was on your show and I was telling you how pulling back less from the, my local gym and just seeing a little bit extra weight gain than normal and be like, oh my God, it's right, right back to COVID days. It's because I'm not moving. When I'm at the gym and training with clients, I'm sitting there working the room, never sitting ever. Or if I'm waiting for a client, I'm on that treadmill and I don't have that now. And so I'm shamefully sitting during this podcast right now. I should be standing, but I have found ways to go on now two walks a day. And I try to time that one, one in the afternoon, and then one right after dinner. And I'll usually go with the fam and I'll put a weight fest on. So I just enhance the experience just a little bit more. But other than that, I do the same thing. I try to just stand or walk or just move, do something. Yeah, I think so often people get in this zone that it's got to be this big elaborate event, right? And even sometimes me like, oh, it's too cold. Michelle, really? You grew up in Wisconsin. It's 40 degrees out. I'm yeah. pretty sure you can be okay, <laughs> right? And even if I walk down to the end of walk and back, okay, it's a 25-minute round-trip walk. I don't need to do the big loop around the park that's an hour. I, I can just go down to the oh, block sure. in 25 minutes, right? Because it, it all adds up. And I think that's where sometimes we lose sight of that, that it all adds up. And no, is that walk going to change my life? No. But is that walk almost every single day going to have a positive impact on my life? Yes, it is. But simple things too. If I'm not getting a huge grocery haul and I just need a few items or something from the liquor store down the street, well, if you walk there. It's not even a half a mile. So right. if it's walkable, the rule is no driving unless it's raining. Yep. And just making simple little things like that, just put those steps on. Yeah. You know what? I don't know if you have us what are those Fitbits and all that kind of stuff I really do think they matter so oh. I used to have one and I did motivate me and now that I'm having all these issues being home more often it's like having that kind of telling you where you're at in the day it, it is huge it is so huge and it's so funny because you and I live and breathe this life but when that little device is not on you're like oh my steps don't count of course they count. It always counts, but boy, do we want it to count in real life, right? Yeah. yeah there was a, a few weeks where I had lost it and I didn't get a new one yet. And you do. It's that little device. It's like, get your body moving. So, and I'm such a nerd. 
I wrap it around my ankle because I want every step to count. And I yeah. know if I'm just putzing around the house and I'm not doing this with my arms, yeah. it's not going <laughs> to register if it's on my wrist. So people know around my building, like they used to think like, was she wearing like an ankle device monitor? What's yeah. house arrest here? No, I just want all my steps. <laughs> it's going to be good for uh, my family. We're moving to San Diego. I think I told you that in the summertime and uh, we're, we got a new home build condo. It's three stories, stairs. We're pretty young enough. And it's like, actually, that is going to be killer for the steps to Absolutely. get those numbers. Absolutely. So I'm I just, yeah, no, it's good. I, I have to say, I'm really proud of my parents because at 78, they just moved now to a bigger property, but they lived in a two-story condo and they are up and down those stairs. People are like, oh, you should have a ranch because you're older. No, for them, that is what's helped keep them healthy and active because they are moving their bodies and now they're back in wisconsin and they have this bigger property and they'll do they were just telling us they're doing laps around the basement because it's still cold in wisconsin right now and this basement is gigantic and literally they did 30 laps around it so we're joking we're going to make it into like a roller rink yeah. maybe a, a, a bicycle velodrome so they can get their indoor exercise but i have to say i'm very proud of my parents for even thinking to go down in the basement and do laps yeah that's what i'm saying use what you got Open some space up or use the stairs or like you said, just go down the street for a reason. It doesn't need to be a huge lap of something. Just pick a distance and come back. Just move. Yeah, so. exactly. Just move is exactly the message. Well, Michelle, I just want to thank you again for coming on my show. Just talking to you about the, the nutrition and eating a little bit earlier in the day. Shame me and the, I need to fix my program because I'm one of those guys that kind of waited till after 12 I need to pull that a little earlier, but I can still you know, keep all my other systems in place. So I love that. But where, uh, where can my audience uh, find you if they want to get in contact with you? Uh, well, thank you, Brad. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. I, I just love our conversations. I, I love the one we had on my show, the Be A Better Being podcast. So that is a good place for people to find me. And uh, my website, .net, which you can find everything there. Awesome. Well, once again, I'll put that in the show notes, uh, all the uh, links to everything we just said, and also just the episodes where you came on my show before. No, I highly recommend people check out your podcast as well as those episodes. But uh, yeah, so thanks, Michelle, for coming on. I enjoyed going on your show and hopefully we can uh, keep doing this. My pleasure. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I've moved down here to San Diego and I'm actually going to be training at one of my local gyms. So in this process, you know, you got to do the Yelp and Google reviews to get some action going. And what I'd like to do is ask my audience if anyone out there would be so gracious enough to leave me a five-star Google review to help build my local training clients. If you love the show or have had any results from listening, please click on the show notes for my link to get to these Google reviews, as it is hard even to find me by searching for over 40 fitness hacks on Google Maps currently. Thank you once again, and I hope you love the show. If you'd like a little bit of help checking out your diet and your current routine, I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top.